All right. Well, unfortunately, we're starting this episode with not Bush Light. Uh, we had to go with some other light beer because we had a slight oversight and did not realize we were out of Bush Light. But uh, I'm drinking a Bud Light. I've got uh, Coors Banquet Edition. <laughs> I got the uh, Lemonade Shandy Goose Island 312. You haven't had it yet. I think it's better than regular Shandy. So, this is episode nine of Garage Beers Podcast. Cole, Nick, and Jim back in the garage. And I think it was, was it episode seven or episode six when it was cold and Trent was wearing his Carhartt jacket. <laughs> that was and a while ago. No, that's, this was only like two or three episodes ago. We had that last. It was, episode five. was it? Okay. Five we had a, a cold spell. Yeah. It was a little bit chilly in here. And today, my jeans are sticking to my legs. <laughs> Why uh, are you wearing jeans? I always wear riding? jeans. Well, yeah, you don't ride a motorcycle yeah, in shorts. Well, you dingus. I, I get that, but uh, you would <laughs> It change. is uh, So it is Thursday, June 10th, 7.36 uh, in Dubuque. 92 degrees, real feel of 99. We're just going to call that an even real feel of 100 in the garage. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I was talking to a stat boy. We probably should have just called the podcast... Air-conditioned kitchen table beers, <laughs> and we might have yeah. been in a better position right now. But it's garage beers. We've got a good rundown, I think, tonight, uh, so let's get right to it. And we're going to start off with the hot topic of the day, summer heat. Uh, we talked about seasons in, like, episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and I both said spring sucks. <coughs> Cole said winter sucks. I think Trent was on board with winter sucks. No. No, he, 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 he kind of changed okay. back and forth. But the like people winter. said the people said winter. spring sucks. Dude. I won the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people said spring is not as shitty as winter. Right, right. Um, it is. It's hot. Like, and you know it's hot when you walk out of the house in the morning on your way to work, and it's like I oh, just yeah. I just broke a sweat from <laughs> the from the front door of the garage to my vehicle. And you know it's just gonna be one of those days. Well, I threw that meme out there on Instagram. I don't know if you guys realized, but it was yeah, the, uh, it's like, not sure if I'm sweating again or still wet from the shower. So <laughs> like that a, happens all the time. There's a couple things about this. One, I don't, I don't mind sweating. I don't know if that's because like of my background with like wrestling and stuff like that. And just like, I got used to just sweating and it was, like, that's how I told, like, knew if I had a good workout or whatnot. So, like, I feel more accomplished in the summer if I had yeah. to work out because I sweat a little bit more. Um, and the other, the one thing I do hate is when you, you know it's hot when you take a shower and you're still sweating when you get out of the shower. That's probably the worst. The after shower sweats are the worst. So, like, you work yeah, out, that's what I was out like, outside yeah. and then you shower and then you're still sweating is the worst. Yes. Well, then you're... Yeah, the water temp is probably too hot. Oh, no, no, no. I've taken some cold showers. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, the same thing happens to me. I think your body temperature is still elevated. Well, right. you're not yeah. standing in the shower for long enough. Well, now that it's the summer, yeah. I hop in the shower like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I, uh, I took my iPad. Oh, and you're, I got, a, you're a late night shower guy. Well, in the summer I am. Because okay. otherwise okay. I don't cool off. Like, yeah, sure. when It's like kind of like a buffalo or, or uh, <laughs> a beef cattle, like... You're just, you've got so much mass that ah. you're just, it locks all the heat in, right? I see. So no, but now I've got a routine. I, I took a gallon size Ziploc bag, 
and I put my iPad in there, and then I, I have a nice little shelf in my shower, so I could watch like an episode or two of whatever. Seriously? Yeah. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> that long? Are you? Oh kidding? yeah, I will stand in the shower for like fifteen hey, minutes. Nope. Where's the water bill? What's the water bill? Like? Uh, we we haven't paid it since it got hot, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I'll stand in there for like 15 minutes and literally just like stand there, let the cold like cool me off, and then I'll get the showering, rinse off. So that, that the actual cleaning process is like 15 minutes, and then I'll stand in the cold water for another 10 to 15 minutes. So it's it's a process. We have different shower links because <laughs> I've been known and been told that I've taken some of the quickest showers. Yeah, <laughs> one of the lines so from uh, Brian or uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Nick's Brian. buddy Brian. He goes. No, no way. He's like, he didn't even like, he goes, he didn't scrub. Yeah, he didn't even scrub. There's no way. But like outside of the summer, I'm, I'm like that. I get in, like, I will say since I went bald, my shower time has drastically increased because I spend more time like shaving, shaving my head, head than oh, I do yeah. actually yeah. like cleaning my body. Right. So, but in the summer, it's all about, it's, it's not as much of getting clean as it is regulating my body temperature. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> like right I, right now I'm just I'm <laughs> dripping um, you know you guys wouldn't understand when you're a, a larger individual you end up having some different uh, crevices on your body <laughs> that uh, just lock in the moisture um, that's know, the uh, under the under man boob that's sweat. like a big cat <laughs> yeah said, um, to all the ladies out there, it's under boob sweat and he goes, <laughs> and to the larger men. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you get it down in the, in the groin area. It's just every, nothing is cool. Right. And when, so I work in a, in a corporate office and they keep the temp at like 72 degrees, which you would think if it's 90 plus outside, 72 is comfortable for whatever reason, the math doesn't check out. Like I sweat when I'm sitting at my desk at work and it's, I've got a fan on me all day long and I'm still sweating. 72 is not cold. No, no, it's not. And yeah. it's weird because at Orange Theory, when I coach, they have the gym at 63 and that difference to me is huge. I have to almost wear a sweatshirt mm -hmm. at 63 mm -hmm. versus like in the winter, it's almost kind of like warmish at 63. And then I'll get in at 63 during the summer. I'm like, I gotta wear a sweatshirt. You know, before too long, there's gotta, there's, someone's gonna discover a way, just like how you can like harness like energy from the sun and then like run power off of it. Mm -hmm. There's, someone's gotta develop a system <laughs> where you can harness the cold air from winter and then you just reuse that cold air as air conditioning. That- Like later? Yes. So like you store it in the tank. That would be- very And then that's your air conditioning. Even if it like lasts only half the summer. Freshman year, we came up with a hillbilly air conditioner. Okay. So, like basically that the, the tub you take take a big tub like you got hanging up up there and you fill it with a bag of ice okay. you have like one side you take like a little box fan that you kind of or just like a little fan that you have like yeah. you put right by there you cut out one hole you put that on top of that hole and you have a cutout hole and it blows the cold out cold air out that brand it only lasts like an hour or two but i'll tell you what it does work might have that. to uh, might have to give that a try. If, I mean, you guys got AC in there pretty well. We do, but like the thing that sucks about this house is I'll come down and like check in on, on Trent or John and see what they're doing, and it is at least five <laughs> degrees cooler downstairs. 
So then I go back upstairs and it's like, now I'm sweating. Yeah. Yeah. We have that issue. Yeah, we have that. What we try to do is we'll take like foil and cover some like the vents to like force it up there. Yeah. Oh, so don't, like, don't your vents have like a switch? Not really. <laughs> not well. <laughs> it's old. Yeah. It's old. But so. Yeah, I mean, but the summer months, you were saying how that transitions into drinking? Yes. So like we drink beer year round, right? But you can't tell me that drinking beer in December is the same as drinking beer in June and July. June and July, I think, is better than the winter beers. Why is that? It's more refreshing to me. Okay. Yeah, and I can enjoy I can enjoy it. it a little bit more. Like, well, I guess this goes back to outdoor me not beers. enjoying outdoor beers and me not enjoying um, winter beers or winter in general. But like you can go outside, you can do more. There's more events you can do. Um, to me, like the beer, I think just it just tastes better. It's more refreshing. It's more thirst quenching. Um, I tell you what, though. So we were playing golf. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Jim and I lost to Stapley and Nick. But uh, quick side note, that was I mean it was close. It was. Right? Yeah. You guys beat us by one hole. We played match play, and if we would have done the partners any other way, it would have been a blowout. That was because I, I do I was holding Cole back. I would <laughs> right, admit. But Cole is yeah, also but Cole's the best player. significantly better than everyone yep. else. So. So and I so. and earlier I don't know if it was that day or the day before Nick made a comment about me being the worst golfer out of the four <laughs> and all I wanted to do was beat you because of that comment. And we okay. started off well yeah. and then I fell apart like whole six and I'm telling you like all day long. I had maybe two out of the 18 holes that I had a decent drive. And that's usually, I can at least count on good distance. Yeah. Like, okay, good distance for me. Not the 390 that you hit on, <laughs> on 18. But uh, I, I like, was teeing it too low. Then I moved it up. Then I was teeing it too right. high. Like, I, I, and maybe you guys have had, maybe not you, but I'm sure you've had days where it's just, like, anything oh, you try yeah. to do doesn't work. Oh, oh I've yeah. had it. Oh, yeah. No, Cole saw me last towards the end of last summer. I like my game just went. Nick almost shambles. quit. He's like, I'm not playing. Yeah, I, I was. It was bad, and luckily you know, I've, I've crawled back out of that. But uh, but no, I and let me clarify is what I said before. I was saying <laughs> you're the worst only because of your inconsistency. Yes, 100%. if you were to become consistent, then you'd be right on par. But it's just golf, it's just inconsistency. I mean, for you. consistency is. Being good at golf. I mean, I feel like if you're now, right. granted, if you're like just absolute dog shit and consistent, okay, that's a whole different story. Yes. yes. If you are halfway decent and consistent, you should be hitting under 100. Yes, for sure. Where you get into trouble is when you go bogey, triple bogey, yeah. double bogey, triple back to a bogey. Like, that's how you get to 105, 110, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, like, it's been fun, like, like playing with you guys and we're not and like thinking through some of those things and understanding that like you weren't hitting someone well so you were wanting to maybe take whatever you could get the furthest up there yep. and it might not always be the right play hit hit your favorite club to because if you can get all the way to the green there's no reason to hit the four iron the five iron hit the seven iron that's gonna be a little high lofted get two in a good spot so now you can hit the green from there um and a lot of that's like breaking it down so like i played in league last night and was playing with uh, one of my good buddies. And he was like, all right, where, do I take this aggressive angle? I said, can you get it to the green? He goes, no. I said, then why would you even think about going for that aggressive shot? Hit it out 50 yards. 
you're going to have 120 yards instead of 80 yards in the green. You're probably going to make the same score from there, but that that gap brings double into play. This, you're going to make bogey at worst. So it's just like saving some of the little strokes um, is what takes you from under like 100, takes you under the 90, um, and then takes you under the 70 mark. Just some of those little things um, and cleaning up some of those things. Um, but the elusive 80 barrier, man. Yeah. My God. Well, that I mean, 100%. That's the difference between like being a, a decent golfer and being a, a, a great amateur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you're breaking under 80, like yeah, you're you're legit. Because yeah. like if you think about it, you're giving yourself like eight, like I guess eight bad holes or eight bad swings, right. which is not a lot. Exactly. Because if you're exactly. if you're if yeah. you're shooting par. You know, going back to the whole like perfect like a mm-hmm. uh, round of eighteen should take you either seventy one or seventy two strokes. If you're gonna be under eighty, that that's not a lot of wiggle room. Right. To you know, if you if you have a bad shot, like I've now shot. you got to find a way to like make up that. Which is for I don't I don't want to <laughs> speak for for beef, but like that just really doesn't happen. Like we don't ever really make up for bad shots. It's just like minimizing the damage. Pars are making up your shots. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck. Yeah, no, I've shot that's once in a blue moon. I've shot an eighty on the dot three <laughs> times. Yeah, one of them you shot thirty six. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't believe that. And you're I should have. I, I should not have like entertained losing any sort of concentration. I should focus. But. I think the big thing for me too is like pars, like especially on like par threes. Like I've changed my mind because normally I'm like, all right, I'm a, I like I could birdie this. Like if I have a good <laughs> shot, I can birdie this. But like. Yeah. I just need to get that out of my head and just say, all right, yeah. if I get three or yeah. four strokes, I'm good. That's where I want to be. Not, fuck, I'm not going to get two anymore, so now I'm going to fucking hit a six on a par three. Yeah, right. And then anytime, especially par threes, so like that level when you're breaking like the 100 barrier, taking advantage of par threes is where you save a lot of strokes. You can't, anytime you leave a par three and you make over four, if there's, and, and you don't take a penalty, that's a bad one. That's the worst, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you Why? should be able to hit something 100 yards and then another 100 yards onto the green. Like, if you break it down and then two putt and you make an easy four. Yeah. Essentially, a par three is giving you a shot from the fairway. Correct. Right? Like, I It's crazy. Like, when you break down golf and you, like, you can literally dumb down the game of golf and you're, it makes you feel so stupid on how hard it is. Like, I've had some, like, talks with some of my players and I'll just be like, Holy crap. Like the game of golf, not, you make it way more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, hey, just hit it to this yardage. You're probably going to hit the green. Two putt, guess what? Or, so like breaking that 80 yard barrier, right? So, or that uh, you get three bogeys, you get one bogey every three holes. If you do that, you break 80. I know, that's crazy to think about. And then breaking it down to them to say, hey, listen, like you don't have good days, right? So obviously at different levels, like those should be your bad days where you're shooting like the, 79s, 80s, and whatnot. Like, those should be your bad days, but you have a bad day, you get to have a bad hole. So, like, it's, at the end of the day, when you get to, like, the college level, one bogey is not going to kill you around. Two bogeys isn't going to kill you around. Three bogeys isn't going to kill you around. It's when you just let it pile up and you got to stay away from the big numbers. And that's or, the yeah. biggest thing. Or you let one bogey on the hole turn into a double on oh, the yeah. next hole. Then, then you're really you're really shooting yourself in the foot. But all in all, the where I was originally going with this is <laughs> drinking in the summer, I think is dangerous. And I can attest to this. You get hot, you get sweaty, you drink a cool liquid trying to stay hydrated. 
next thing you know, you're like 12 beers in and it's, it's going to be a long night ahead of you. So that, I, that doesn't sweat it out. So you got to just keep like putting them down. I see. I, I rarely run into that. It's, I just keep drinking cause I'm so thirsty and then I'm loaded with booze. But we don't condone heavy drinks. Yes, we don't. We don't. don't. <laughs> we don't. And my other thing though too is though like, I hate beer if it's warm. So like, yeah. if there's who, not a cooler, who likes warm? Beer? No, but I mean like you. That's another thing though. If you're on the golf course and you don't have a cooler, Germans. you gotta drink those things. Yeah, they'll get hot quick. Unless you have a Yeti cooler, uh, we are seeking sponsorships. So Yeti, <laughs> if uh, you want to throw us some some merch, we'll uh, we'll promote it. Speaking of Yeti, I just saw a fucking. They came out with Yeti luggage. Yes, what? you got that email today. Yeah. It was probably like four hundred dollars. It was like four or five hundred, which yeah. actually though is cheap in my opinion. Well, so says yet. the guy that has a six hundred dollar backpack right there. All right, but still, do you really? <laughs> that, yeah, that was. <laughs> you spent. Well, like I said, for Yeti, like they could charge like a thousand dollars if they would buy that. That's Their I mean, coolers are fucking six hundred dollars. But yeah, I will say, like, there's a lot of things out there that have a high price or a high price tag that I've purchased and aren't worth it. I own, I own a Yeti cooler. I have a couple of the the, the drink water things. They're legit. I like, mean, they, I they keep shit like, cold. I am one hundred percent on board with name brand Yetis because you can literally put ice in a Yeti cooler and it will be in there for like five yeah. days. Yeah. And have you seen their new color, the King Crab Orange? It is. It's saucy. It looks real sharp. My buddy Matt has one of them. And it looks, it looks really good. But uh, speaking of seeking sponsorship, we've got our friends over at uh, Side of Guac podcast. They just recorded episode number three last night. No, that's tonight. Oh, they're, ep- or they're recording episode three tonight. Next week. Um, yeah, and it'll come out next Wednesday, uh, 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, our buddies, Statboy, a.k.a. Beef, a.k.a. Trent, um, and, uh, and Tom, I actually don't know Tom's T Russ. Um, you know, I've, I've, I, I've listened to the show. I don't know if you guys have, but you on the spot here. Um, it's, there's, there's I some good content there. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and give them a listen. Uh, let us know what you think. That's at side of guac podcast or at side of guac pod, Spotify, Apple podcast, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We, we started the LinkedIn. <laughs> we're, we're trying to become the first LinkedIn podcast. Genius. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if you're first. Yeah, but how many podcasts do you know that are on LinkedIn? I didn't know they had a platform for that. Dynamic. So wait, like, are you... <laughs> no, we just made a profile. We're just like... Like uh, a business uh, profile? No, just like a person. You're going to shut down. Why? You should have made a page. Well, we'll get there. All right. Anyway, so check them out at Side of Watch Pod. Uh, and with that, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, yeah. Shitty Beer. So uh, this is going to be beer number five. We've had Natural Ice, Good Ass Beers, Regal Light, Boxer Light, and now, Nick, what do we have tonight? Nick, right. pick this out so, from hy V. From hy V. Okay. It is, it's just <laughs> called Hammer. And... Uh, 
It says, I'll let you, you know what? It looks like it's from Soviet Russia. Yeah, this definitely looks like a a communist beer. It might be. (laughs) It might be. (laughs) I think this is my favorite looking can, though. Oh, hands down. Well, either this or good as Yeah, rebel against ordinary beer. Up top. Let's go. It's pronounced rebel. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. All right, so uh, as Nick, you pointed out, another beer out of Ryan Lander Brewing Company in Monroe, Wisconsin. Um, I actually work with someone who grew up in uh, Monroe, and she was telling me that the brewery there, now I don't think it's this, maybe maybe this is true, maybe this is not, but supposedly in Monroe, they brew beers like this for India, like the country. Okay, but what language is that? Uh, French. Is it? I think. I spoke French. Um, That's how you said and beer. so what happens is they, they will produce a ton of this beer, ship it overseas and then whatever's left they like spread throughout the tri-states so that's why you get some of these random random beers like uh hammer um <laughs> rebel or rebel lager uh five percent what's our uh, protein <laughs> uh i don't see oh it doesn't even say no not a good sign the calories Pro- calories i don't see any doesn't of that say anything here. it doesn't no. say much people so uh hands down the coolest looking can we've had so far outside of of course has been the fish show you know where we fucked up we probably should have kept one of every can well we've got Uh, a couple regal lights (laughs) down here you're right oh i think you gotta check that oh Oh, shoot they might be in there okay here we go all right hammer it smells like it doesn't have a potent smell that the last one did it smells crisp and refreshing (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna say right. yeah. Um, wh- this reminds me of one of the ones we've already drink or drank. Yeah, it does. Um, was I that can't Regal? tell <laughs> which one was. Regal, no. Regal was bad. Was it? Is this like good ass beer? It it does give me a little bit of reminder of a good ass beer. <laughs> Whatever we said was like metally kind of like a copper kind of taste. Well, that which was, was Boxer. Was it? Stamp boy, do you remember? It's a little bit of a metal. There, which was the one that we said I think this was that I boxer was that? Okay, there. Which was the one that I said tasted like a light fat tire? That was the last one we had. I thought that was good ass beers. No, we no. said that good ass beer was literally a rusted water in a can. Yeah. That's right. All right. So overall, I don't know if it's hot or what, but I, I'm like, it's not. It's not terrible. Well, first glance, it looked darker than normal. Trent, uh, for those of you that didn't see that, Trent uh, usually pours a little bit out to see the, the color and uh, poured it into a chew spitter. And uh, now he's it's pouring it on there. a paper plate. It's pretty light. <laughs> so uh, Stat Boy doubles as a mad scientist on the side. Never seen someone pour a liquid onto a paper plate. I'm going to try purpose. doing what the wine testers do and they go like, And you are just all made up for the Florida Country Club. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of with you. I am so hot right now. And this is a cold beer that it is refreshing. It is. I'm worried that's going to skew my point because maybe I'm just in the mood to drink this because I'm I'm probably probably going to finish it. This this is heavier than a Michelob. Yes. So like on a hot day like this, I don't think I want to drink this beer. Oh, I could drink these probably. 
See, I, I want to drink basically like slightly. I would rather water. drink this. Well, okay, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, irrelevant. I mean, yeah. I'm this basically like drinking lemonade because yeah, that's like an eight, eight for you. Oh, this yeah, this is probably more than eight. I'm it's, deciding if I like it more more or less than boxer. I I like it more than boxer light. So where did I score boxer? I have my score in my four point eight. I'm gonna toss it out. Yeah, boxer four point eight. You guys might think I'm, I'm egregious with the score, but... You're going to go into the sixes. No, no, no. Of course not. Oh. Okay, scale again. Scale. Oh, fuck. I got to remember. Me... Seven, you'll buy a rack. Seven, you'd buy a case. Five, you'd, you'd pick it out of a cooler with other beer in there. Okay. I mean, I'm between three, three and five. Three and lower was... What's between good. three and five? Under three. You would drink it if it was the only thing in the cooler. Okay. And below Under three, three you drink water over it. <laughs> yeah. So, throwing yeah. it out there. And again, this could be skewed because... For whatever reason, this is this is very refreshing right now. Five point seven. Oh, pretty high. Yeah, still in the fives. It's still not. Can't get it in the sixes. It's not bad. I, I you know really... what's very odd about this can design. You've got Soviet Russia <laughs> with the hammer, but then what does that look like? The stars and stripes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. I I don't know what they're going. We're for. not getting political. We don't get political on this show, but. Is it any bit interesting that there appears to be an American Five percent alcohol gives you a little bit extra. Perhaps it's the symbolization of unity between Russia and the United States. <laughs> uh, you gave it a 5.7? 5. 5, 5. 5. 5. It's got like a malty flavor. Yeah, it does. I'm going to go 5.1. I was going right around there. <sighs> it's better than the 5.1 I've already given out. The only bonus to the first one, Natty Ice, right? Ooh, yep. Ice, yeah. was that it had high right. alcohol. I was thinking about that too. It had but I, 5.2. But what I yeah, was thinking by, what <laughs> I was, it's a whole percent higher. Yeah. No. Than regular beer? Oh. Yeah, it is. Okay. No, it's it You were saying it's a whole percent more than this. No, 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 no. I thought it was a five point, I thought it was like almost six, but I could be wrong. But honestly, I was thinking about that. I was like, all right, I actually would choose this over Natty Ice if it were side by side in the cooler. What did I rate in Natty Ice? Do you have that? You rated it at 5.1. Oh, then, sorry, I take my score back. I'm going to, I, this isn't bad. I would drink a Natty Ice over this. Really? Yes. Wow. So, I guess that. I'm going to rookie I, you score. Can't, you you can't do a rookie nine, score. Man. I'm going to go four nine. score. Yeah, I guess I'm going 4.9. I'm going rookie. 5.0? 5.0. Okay, so 4.9, 5.0, 5.7. I'm because I like would a, drink a Natty Ice over this. For me, because I would drink, I like good ass beer over this, and I give good ass beer a four nine. So I'd probably go like four, s- four, six, four six. Okay, okay. four six. Like That's a review. Score. Average score comes out to Stat Boy. Okay. You guys are really pushing my time. Well, I mean, it's at the end of the day, this is my favorite one I've had so far. But again, I don't know. This is the hottest it's been. Natty Ice, I kind of liked. I didn't realize how much I was influenced by the heat, but clearly, like you said. <laughs> Average of a 5.05. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's I would fair. drink this yeah. other, I would drink this over other beers. That comes in just under Natty Ice. Natty right. Ice was 5.1. 5. 5. 5. 5. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> All right, so. Again, hold on, again, before we move sections, uh, if you have any suggestions on yes. what shitty beer we should drink next, please send it to us in the DM. And with the disclaimer, we're not I have zero interest in trying IPAs right, right. and stouts. This is like... It's got to be like a light or like... Correct. Normal beer. 
Like, how would you categorize this? See, like, when you say a domestic, is that just... I mean, domestic, in theory, is just the United States. Okay. But right, then, so that doesn't really but like, solve our problem. Domestic doesn't apply to an IPA. No, I mean, it could. You but then, then what's, a, what's a micro brew? That's just, it has to be brewed under a certain area. Yeah. Quantity-wise, it's brewed under a certain So I guess micro brew would probably be the closest to, like, in terms of a category. category. We'll, have to, we'll have to talk to Outside of, like, obviously the Miller Lite, Coors Light. I mean, you just want regular beers that aren't IPAs. Yeah. Right, but there's other there's other and ones. obviously not stouts. So just avoid stouts and IPAs. And yeah, good. And I think a requirement is it has to come in a can. That might be a way. Yeah, yeah. Because be you don't, you don't. Oh, I saw, I saw. Get, yeah. Oh, you can get IPAs. I saw a can. lot of cans. Yeah. Because I was trying to find. All right, it, just but. no, none of that like <laughs> snobby like. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it worst you recommend it, and if we don't agree, we're just not going to drink it. So <laughs> yeah, be smart yeah. with your recommendations. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, another sponsor shout out at Broussard Racing. Our car hit the track. Let's go. Fifth place. Uh, fifth place. So shout out to the Broussard Racing team. Um, sorry if we were dicks. We just were really excited to see our car on the track, and you guys came through. So um, big shout out to those guys. Uh, they've been supporting us. Since what episode two, episode three, two, I think, um, yeah. yeah, it was right off the start. So, um, if you're into NASCAR heat and e racing, go ahead and check them out at Broussard Racing. That? I think it's someone's trying to call me. Ah. Who was calling me? No, oh, I'll call her later. Oh, um, at Broussard Racing, and with that, morning routines. All right, so gotta love social media they they have a chip planted in inside of all of us in our brains and they know exactly like when to hit us with certain ads so the other day it was like a early afternoon maybe it was monday and i was checking instagram and i was feeling kind of sluggish and sure enough there's this ad called like morning morning something i'm gonna have to look it up and it was basically saying that the reason why a lot of people have a hard time getting going in the morning is that they're dehydrated. So, like, if you are familiar with wrestling, you've heard the term, like, floating weight overnight. Oh, yeah. And, like, the average person, like, loses, what is it, a pound, a pound. overnight just by breathing. An average person probably a little bit more. When you're cutting, it's about a pound. So then in the morning, like you're trying to basically fight through this dehydration after you've been asleep for six to eight hours. And like, that's why people crave caffeine. It's like a shortcut to like jumpstarting your, uh, your day. This ad was saying like, drink this mix or make this mix, put it on your nightstand. And like, as soon as you like first wake up in the morning, chug this and it's like a regular shaker bottle. And it's got like electrolytes and some caffeine and some other crazy stuff. And it's supposed to like jumpstart you and, and get you off on the right foot. <clears throat> so I haven't bought it yet because it's like 70 bucks for a can. So oh, I haven't, haven't quite gone down that road yet. But what I have started doing. 70 bucks a day? Or how much no, it's for a month. Okay. Oh, all right. That's not terrible. And so I've started putting, or I filled up my, my Yeti, put it on my nightstand. Because it's got to be cold water, right? Like, warm water is the devil's <laughs> juice. So I don't drink that. So I put ice cold 
ice cold water in my Yeti, put on my nightstand. And like this morning, as soon as I like realized I was awake, I didn't chug the entire thing, but I had a good, you know, a good couple gulps. Still too early to, to tell in the science experiment if it helps. You want a crazy, like, did you feel like, go ahead. You want a crazy stat about like, obviously like the warm water. Like if you have something that's like cramping or something that's like super, super dehydrated, you're, you're actually better off giving them like room temperature or body temperature water oh, than you I mean, are cold yeah. water. Warm water 100% is better for you to drink than cold water. Right. Because it, it like you don't have to worry about like heating it up and like going right into it. So like the, if somebody is dehydrated and stuff like right. that, doesn't giving them like, no, it doesn't. But like it does help you get like hydrated faster than cold water does. You can go back to you. So the reason why I threw this on the rundown for tonight is I wanted to hear from you guys what your morning routines are. So I am a terrible morning person. I have overslept for more things in my life than I care to count. Um, and that's a whole story for another show. I've got some good oversleeping stories that Trent's oh, even that's a part great. of. Please save so, that. Um, but stories. so my morning routine is I set three alarms, 6.05, 6.30, and like 6.50. So you're getting up pretty early. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the plan. Right. Um, the 6.05 alarm is just to, like, awake me from my slumber. <laughs> then, like, the 6.30, if it's if it's a good day, I get out of bed at, at 6.30 and start walking around. If it's a bad day, it gets to, like, the 6.50, and I've snoozed it twice, and now I'm not getting out of bed until 7.20. Then the really bad days are when I wake up at 6.05, Check my phone, you know, go through TikTok, Instagram, etc. Then I fall back asleep mm. and sleep through the next two alarms, and now it's seven thirty, and oh. I've wasted it like an hour and a half of my day. So don't fall or uh, follow my footsteps. I'm a terrible morning person. It probably doesn't help that I usually don't go to bed until like eleven thirty or later. But I know you have a crazy morning schedule that seems like it's always changing a little bit. Yeah. So I want to hear yours and, and yours as well. Yeah. Well, mine changes because I don't open every morning. <laughs> um, so I open I, uh, Coaching Owners Theory and the first class is at 5 o'clock in the morning. So if it's at 5 o'clock in the morning, that means I have an alarm that I always have one at 3.50 and one at 3.55. Um, and sometimes... I usually hit the 351 and I'm either like, okay, fine, let's wake up, or it goes to that 355, but I'm always usually taking a piss before four o'clock. <laughs> okay. Start brushing my teeth. And what time do you go to bed? Uh, I mean, I try to lay down no later if I open. I try to get no later than 930, I'll be in bed. And then I'll, okay. pop, I'll pop two melatonin and probably be asleep by 10 o'clock. So... It's funny you mentioned melatonin. So about a year, year almost a year and a half ago, I started taking melatonin because um, I would lay in bed for an hour at night on my phone, like trying to fall asleep. So I started taking melatonin and it was great. Like I, I'd pop it and within 20 minutes, I'd be out. But then I started finding that I was having a harder time than I already did getting up in the morning. Oh, yeah. Well, what so, time are you taking it? I mean, I, I'd be taking it like 10, 10.30 at night. Okay, so it probably should have worn Maybe off. later. Because sometimes like, if you, like... But I think I that's what was happening is I was yeah. taking it later and it wasn't wearing off. And I was also taking 
on a on a regular night, ten milligrams. On some nights, that's a lot. Like fifteen milligrams of melatonin. That's a lot. Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's taking three. Well, they no, you no. Yeah. It comes in a five milligram gummy. The crazy people buy that. That's alright. That's what I usually take. So. <laughs> Most people are like my sister, who's a doctor, says three is like the max you should take. But so I also, so taking fifteen is not good. <laughs> it's a lot. It might might not be good. Um, but you know. So yeah, so I usually pop those, and then I'll wake up, brush the teeth, and then I'll start headed to Orange Theory. I'll leave like my house at like four ten, and then I'll get to Orange Theory about four. Wait, so you you wake up, shower, brush your teeth? Shower. I shower before I go to bed. You shower? I don't in shower the morning? in the morning sometimes. Oh, I never do. I don't shower. Yeah, not in the summer. Like in the summer, I shower at night to cool off. Gotcha. Then, but like the other nine months out of the year, I shower in the morning. I used to do. I used to shower before school, but I'll, ever since school, I haven't showered in the morning. Wow. Yeah, so I don't shower in the morning. So I'll hop up, get leave my house about four ten, um, and I'll get to Orange Theory about four twenty. Then I got certain things that I do there. I go through the three classes. I usually coach five, six, fifteen, seven thirty. Then I run home, let the dogs out, um, and then I head to Loris, and then I go do my other job. <laughs> And then crash occasionally. Yeah, I'll take a lot. Uh, I'll usually take a nap around the twelve o'clock period when I do that. Um, and then, as far as um, that, that's kind of my normal routine. Now, there have been a couple times. So I've learned if I ever wake up, like when I wake up, wake up, and I wake up without an alarm, I've known for my body to it's better for me just to get up. So. There's been a couple times that I've woken up at like 2, 2.15 and been wide awake. I've gone to Orange Theory and worked out before my classes at 5 o'clock. Like I'll get to the Orange Theory at like 3 o'clock. But I just know that I'll be in the yeah. world of hurt if I go back to sleep. Yep. And, and I can actually relate to that. There's been times where like I've got a big project and I will, I will go to bed early and basically like totally shift – my whole like clock for the night. So like I'll go to bed at like nine, which is stupid early for me. Mm -hmm. But then like I'll be in the office at like 5 a.m. And I, for as much as that like screws me up for the rest of the day, I love the fact that by nine o'clock, I've gotten so much done, right? It's just, I can't, I can't bring myself to do that day in and day out. But, but yeah, I agree. When you do do that, so like when I'm in season coaching, uh, my routine's much more like that, and I honestly love it. But again, like when they're when I'm not being forced to wake up at five a.m., it's tough to, to force yourself mm-hmm. to do it. I, I just don't do it. So like now, my morning routine's much different than in season. But in season, I'm a big two snooze guy. I'll do two snoozes, get up. I got to be out of the house by five thirty. I got to get to the gas station, <laughs> grab a cup of coffee. I just go bottle of water, cup of coffee, bring it to the pool, uh, coach practice at 6.15 to 8.15. Then by the time practice is over, I am like energized because coaching gives me energy. So mm-hmm. like 8.15, I'm like getting a ton of work done for that day. Whereas like everyone else is just arriving, mm-hmm. which is cool. And then I get a ton of work Trent's done. Trent's not even out of bed by 8.15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, by the time, like, I, 11 o'clock rolls around, I go and work out, and it's a great day. I, I, I like my schedule in the season, but it's it's rough when it's cold, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, when yeah. I have to, oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. When I have to, like, work Orange Theory, 
and I have to uh, like. And it's twenty degrees outside. Twenty degrees. I have to add like five minutes to me warming up my car. Right. Nick is yeah, absurd. He was, sits in his car. As I was just about to tell my, my uh, that's funny story. So my dad visited while I was coaching, and uh, he wanted to coach with me. So I was running him through my routine. So I was like, listen, we're going to get up at this time and we're going to sit in the car and we're just going to let it warm up while we're in the car. So be prepared to be freezing for like five to 10 minutes. And uh, he was like, okay. And Cole's just listening to this conversation laughing because like, who does that? So do you have a remote start? No. No, but he doesn't like go run out to his car, start it and run back in. He sits in his car and lets it warm up. I mean, I just start it full blast and I just go, until it's warm. My worry is I would fall asleep waiting for the car to warm up. And then I'm... Who knows when I know No way. Oh, yeah. I've seen Jim fall asleep in some crazy places before. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save those for another episode. Trent, what's your morning routine? Uh, I have a pretty low-maintenance routine. I mean, I shower every morning no matter what. Wow. Well, if I have to go to work or look presentable. I mean, unless I yes. can, if it's Sunday, no shower unless I can wear a hat... I have to shower. <laughs> right. If it's a Sunday, I don't shower because no shower Sundays. Um, you don't shower at all? That depends on Even if you work out? I'm going to put a poll out on the Instagram actually about that. Do you what? shower on a Sunday? I shower Showers? every day. I, I shower bet, every day. No, I bet. So, I mean, Sunday is by far the least shower day in my lifetime. <laughs> I bet I would money on that. Uh, but no, I just, I mean, I shower, get ready, and go to work. Like, I don't have, I don't make breakfast. I don't yeah, I, I don't, the, the people who, like, will sit down and, like, read the news. No, fuck like, that. I, I don't know I'd rather yeah. sleep that extra 30 minutes than sit at the table. Like, right. But I know a lot of people who like, that's a part of their Right. Yeah. I don't eat breakfast either though, so like that helps. Yeah, I don't either. Cup of black coffee. That's all I got. Black coffee, water, that's it. I've been drinking a bang on my way to Orange Theory. <laughs> but bangs, <laughs> bangs for sure are legit. Uh, I've always wanted something like that bar stool. Uh, cup you have right there where it's like divided in half and I can switch over between water and coffee <laughs> and well, one, one would stay cold like, and one would stay warm a good idea. I don't know how that would work like yeah it has two sides no, no I'm saying oh. I want something like that and I, it would have to be like insulated correctly so that the water doesn't cool down the coffee but or the coffee doesn't heat up the water exactly yeah so it'd be <laughs> tough to do but that's my dream for that to exist because that's right, a lot Pat, I literally double fist <laughs> water get, coffee get going I don't have the But now you're talking like if you wanted to be it's gotta legit, be you're, it's got to be like 40 ounces and 20 and 20. Yeah. It's got to be 40. And that's a huge <laughs> tumbler. No, no, no. How many ounces is that? 30? It's probably 24. 24. Yeah. Okay, so. Definitely 24. Yeah, but you don't. It, it'll have to be like. What? <laughs> you ever see the big jug from 7 Eleven? Yeah. <laughs> like that. You also don't need fucking 30 ounces of coffee. 20. Yeah, and the, I bet you would also say you don't need a gallon of soda, but like some of those truck stops, <laughs> it's like you buy this jug for $12, you can get a gallon of soda for 99 cents. I could do 20 co- twenty ounces of coffee, 10 ounces of water. Can you imagine drinking a gallon of soda in like one sitting? Never. Who's done that? Sugar. I bet truckers do People it. People have done that. Yes. A gallon? That's probably. a fuck ton. Well, like probably... Not a gallon. Probably they probably pound the two liters like it's nothing. You know what I mean? Think about probably, that. Probably, yeah. That's um, why I think twelve ounces is like it, it might be the perfect volume. 
12 ounces 12? from where? From like a fast food? No, because they give you like half ice. Small. You're like getting like eight. No, I'm, I'm, small. 12 ounces is way too small. No, you get a milkshake, you're getting 12 ounces? Give me, I'm talking like soft drinks, beer. Give me a uh, give me a 12 ounce can of Diet Pepsi. I would rather have that than a 20 ounce bottle. Because like 20 after a 20 ounce bottle, it's like, man, I probably didn't need to drink all this. A 12 ounce can, it's like, I might be craving it a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I only have the true. one can, so I'm good. That's Maybe, true. but you that should. Is true. This, well, is like, this, is like the, this is like slices of pizza uh, conversation. Even this. Like, squares? When I, you're going to eat way oh, more yeah. pizza than if you have the triangles. Squares are hotter than yeah, you Squares are so much Square better. Squares, Why do we never dude, get you it? just keep pounding the squares. So you're like, oh, I can so have bad. one more. Uh, I can have one more. Versus like the triangles, you're like, oh, that's commitment. You know, right. Go for that's it. That's a very good point. especially. The and the squares point. vary in size. Mm-hmm. You've had like the corner pieces that doesn't oh, yeah. really count as a piece. <laughs> I would agree. You uh, eat that as you're cutting the rest <laughs> of the pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Speaking of, a uh, major party fall in this house last night. Someone cooked a Luminati's pizza. Job. And threw out one fourth of the pizza. Really? <laughs> it's fucking five bucks. <laughs> Is it really? Pretty damn close. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Like, I wanted to scream when I came home and saw that, and guilty, I, I, guilty as charged. I saw it in the garbage can. You almost ate it? I picked it up, I was about to eat it, and it was so soggy that I couldn't even bring myself to do it. So I'm, I'm gonna have some, some stern words with the other member of this house that you don't waste food like Lou Malnati's pizza. But that's also the guy who, yeah. if, it says goodbye June 4th. On June 5th, he's throwing it in the garbage. <laughs> like, as long as it smells decent and doesn't have any funny looking things, I'm cooking it. As long as it's not milk, that's the only thing I don't mess it with. Depend, yeah, it depends on what it is. Yeah. That's for sure. Milk, you don't mess with that. Meats, I don't know if I'm messing with either. Chicken, for sure. And if it's been yeah. opened or if it's been sealed? I'm talking sealed, like... Ah, uh, then yeah, I'll probably... I'll, yeah, yeah. Well, and if you're cooking it, it does make right. a difference. Uh, I don't know how this necessarily connects, but kind of with pop, kind of with, like, things going bad, uh, I was at Hy-Vee for dinner tonight. Is there a... I don't want to, like, over-dramatize this, but don't you hate it when you go to get your beverage from the fountain and, like the syrup is out in the back mm. and you like, you're not fully paying attention. So you fill up your entire cup and you go to take a drink and it's basically like 1% Sprite, <laughs> yeah. 99% water. And then like some half a percent of carbonation and just tastes like absolute yeah. So crazy, I've had that crazy, crazy thing that you bring that up. I always only fill it up this much and, and drink and then either like, Hmm, is that what I want to taste or not? <laughs> so like, I don't always fill it up because I'll either taste it That's and see if it's good. That's probably a good way to do it. I never, all, I have never in the last probably six years filled up right away all the way to the top. Also, for those water drinkers out there, veteran move is to, you know, how it's always pressed down the water button that's already through like the Sprite or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I know you guys usually don't get water from these things, but I do. <laughs> And you have to let it run first for like a second and then put it under. Otherwise, you're going to get a little bit of that Sprite and it's terrible. You know what else? I thought you were going somewhere else. Usually with lemonade. No. I thought it was going to be like, 
hey, you have the water cup. Get a little bit of lemonade in there first, and then you can like water it down. So it's no, no, not no it's, it's too little of, an, of a taste. Mm. Like it just makes it gross. Yeah. Also, for me, why the fuck do water cups gotta be so small? Like, what do they got against water cups? Being I agree. Big? Make them fire. I made that change. I get a lot of waters now when I go out to eat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they give these little binky. And yeah, here's, 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 like, I, when we went to Hy-Vee last week for lunch, I, no joke, probably had six cups of water and I had to walk my ass back up to the front. Yeah. You've yeah. also noticed certain days at Hy-Vee, they're 49 cents for the actual cup. I know. So I'm just starting to get the... Actual cup. What does High V? We haven't tested this. I've been in some place where, like, if you have your own water bottle, they'll let you just. Oh yeah, I'm fill sure. it up. That might be your play there, Beef. I know. Dude, here's here's the thing that I here's the reason why I drink water at places like this, and it's not because I don't enjoy pop, but it's because, you know, if you drink a cup of pop, it's like forty to fifty grams of sugar. And not if it's diet pop. There's no sugar in that. It's all aspartame. <laughs> you might be right on that. You might be right. It, it is, but like then people say, aspartame is even worse for you. Right. Either way, I, it's not because I'm anti-sugar. I'm pro-sugar, but I'd rather eat it. Mm. So I save it instead of doubling the sugar. True. I just want it in food form. Drinking calories. Yeah. What about yeah? yeah. By far. Yeah. So that's what I try to say. I start I mean, just water, and then I'll down some gummy. There's a day that garage beers. There is a day. When I used to opt for the the butt heavies, and those are like two hundred calories. A yeah, yeah. And, I mean, ten of those, and I drink my daily calorie. Oh, yeah. And there is a lot of nights I drink more than ten Budweisers. <laughs> we wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> right. We don't condone binge drinking on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh, JLB Tech, one of our great sponsors, uh, hooking us up with great Wi-Fi and all kinds of other nerd tech shit. Um, we're going to use him uh, to preview our next segment. Uh, this one was a late addition to the rundown, but we're going to talk about the Ford Maverick. So mm-hmm. I'm not a super huge like car guy, but the Ford Maverick is uh, coming out this fall. And if you haven't looked it up, I recommend going and, and doing that. I think it's, it's pretty neat. It's not so far-fetched like what you see with Tesla, but like Ford... Um, was I think they were one of the first like major car manufacturers to start experimenting with like the hybrid vehicles. So now they're rolling out their hybrid truck. Uh, I thought fall. it was Toyota that did. Was it Toyota? Toyota was the first. This is Ford's first version of it, I think. But I thought Ford had a Ford, uh, first truck. But I'm talking like your sedans and your. So this says 2022 Ford Maverick compact truck introducing the first hybrid pickup truck. Correct. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is like yeah. when it comes to out of the, the major car manufacturers, like who was who was the first to start experimenting with the whole not totally electric, but just yeah, electric. I got you. I, got you. I oh, feel I like know. Ford was at Good least bad. towards the front end of that. Anyways, coming out with the Ford Maverick, I saw it in a newsletter that I subscribed to. So I started looking at it and it, it looks super cool. The biggest thing that I can't wrap my head around is the price. You can get the base model for less than $20,000, which is absurd because a pickup truck brand new, an F-150, you're talking minimum 35K, 40,000. Now I realize this engine is not gonna be a V8, but I would make the argument 
75% of the, the people that own a truck don't need the V8 engine. No, well, but the only are, thing that I would like argue though, like so like looking at the Tesla models and stuff like that, like their truck, about how um, it's like all electricity, right? So one, this with it being hybrid, it's gonna give you, I think the, that base model isn't gonna give you a lot of power. So obviously 20,000 yeah. is affordable. But I think like if you have some to go to that next step and get that one right above the basic. But the next step isn't a huge jump. You're talking like, I think it's like 18.5 to like the XLT starts at like 20,500 or something. Seriously? Like yes, it's not. And even the Lariat, which is normally like, if you're talking enough 50,000. Yeah, you're talking 50, 60K. Your Lariat starts at like 24. Really? So like, I, I almost called my dad today at 24. Right. And I said, There's gotta be catch. What, what are we not seeing here? What's right. the catch? Now granted, it is Ford's first like hybrid truck. So they always say like when a new piece of technology comes out, never buy the first edition. I get it. Mm -hmm. But it's also Ford. Like this isn't like some and no there's name a bunch, company. And there's a bunch of like, they, are, they have other models that are hybrid. Right. And trucks are the best, let's be honest. Like, especially living around here when you're trying to move heavy things, trying to tow something. It's like being a homeowner. It's like, there's just like weed. You can't just like that. You, you, you may use it for like the full capabilities of your truck 15% of its life, mm -hmm. but for that 15%, will make up oh, for yeah. everything. So else. worth it. Yeah. And now, if you can get this 40 miles in the city per gallon, I, I have an 03 Dodge Ram 1500 two wheel drive. I get 10 miles to the gallon. <laughs> in the city? Just period. And that thing tows, <laughs> that towed decent. We, it we did does. First thing, yeah. First time towing something. It does, time. but like, I, or that's what I was my so parents. My parents live in Downers Grove. When I went to go and surprise my mom for Mother's Day, I had to bring something back in the truck, so I couldn't take the bike. That trip, that day of driving cost me $100 oh in just gas Lord. to go to the Chicago suburbs and back to Dubuque. Oh and I'll tell you, dude. <laughs> so that's how much I love my mom, is I was willing to spend $100 oh, wow. in gas just to get there. You, For you to drive there and back to back home to Detroit, yeah. how much does that cost you in gas? Is uh, it a tank? I, I tank say bag? it's only two tanks. And how big is your tank? 14 <laughs> gallons? Yeah, it's about it's about. So that's twenty eight gallons. Bucks. Twenty eight times three. Let's just round up. Sixty bucks. No, twenty eight times three is ninety bucks. I ninety bucks. I, that's at most. Tank. Right. So yeah. back. So back in there is ninety bucks. Yeah. I have a thirty eight yeah. gallon tank on that thing. So to fill it up Holy is damn near 100 you have bucks. hundred bucks. Thirty. That's a lot. Mine's yeah. twenty. My pilot's twenty. Yeah. And I. So I mean I. Wanted to pull the trigger. So, like, my pilot is getting up there in miles. <laughs> like, it has seen some better days. Um, and I've been waiting for something. I want to get a truck just because, like, there's different things. I get, like you said, that 15%. Like, being a homeowner, there's different crap that I just want to throw in the back. Yep. But I don't want to throw in the back of a car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> having, like, a truck would be easy. But, like, also my other job, having to travel and all that different things. Like, you can't afford to 16 hat. miles a gallon. Right, right. So this, I mean, I'm all about. I would be in full support of you buying it. And <laughs> I'll see how it yeah, I'll, I'll let you be, be one of the first and then, It means know. If it's going to be at that price, I have no problem being one of the first. Yeah. Just like a boat 
Friends that own <laughs> trucks are just as good as friends that own boats. <laughs> yeah. Although I'd say <laughs> not quite as much because owning a, uh, a truck isn't an actual hassle. True. True. Whereas a boat can be a hassle. Yeah. At times. Right. But highly recommend. You know, look at looking at this. Maybe we'll take a look at it. Yeah. Out. I mean, if you if you know cars, because none of us really do. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bizarre might. If yeah. you if you know cars. Let us know what you think about the Ford Maverick, because... Is it like a V4 engine? I don't know how they... It can't be V4. The engine has to be... And that's the only hesitation I would have. So I have a four-cylinder... So I own three vehicles right now. I have a Jeep Renegade, a Dodge Ram truck, three, Three. and a Harley-Davidson. The the Jeep Renegade has a four-cylinder engine, and that thing sucks. The four-cylinder engine and anything more than like a small I didn't even sedan know they still made those. is terrible. Yes, I had no idea. So I would never recommend anyone getting a four-cylinder. So if this thing performs like that, I think I'm out. Which there's a decent shot, but it's a truck though. So why would they do that on a truck? That would make it, it would render it useless. Now there is so the base right. model I, um, doesn't have a huge towing capacity. And, like, if you uh, upgrade the towing capacity, which takes you up to, like, the next level of the engine, you only get a 4,000-pound towing capacity. So this is not intended to haul, like, um, sure. the trailer we used for our, the, the yard. But your, your old-ass truck. Well, build. yeah, because it's a V8 engine. Is that's, it, that's that's a V8 a, engine? Oh, yeah. So basically, it's a truck that people want to look like a drive around and look like they're driving a and you're not, not you're not truck. towing yeah like ah. you can put shit in the back right but if you're like your towing you're capacity is going to be limited sure. right sure. but I've, I've had that truck since yeah, you December so I've often, towed a trailer yeah. once yeah you're not so this has so 10,000 pounds of towing capacity 10,000 okay that's decent well what, what, what could you tow for 10,000 like that trailer would be impossible that's like 10 head of cattle. I have no idea. <laughs> That's a boat. Yeah. Is it a boat? A smaller boat. Which, if, that, if that's a jet case, ski, maybe. A jet ski. Like, how many people actually need more than a 10,000 pound? Right, basically? right. So, Cole is all about the Ford Maverick. They've got some cool colors that you can pick. They've got a lot, a shit ton of options. Um, you can pre-order it now. It'll start shipping to dealerships in the fall of 2021, which I think is also when the two-door Ford Bronco is uh, supposed to ship. Right now, they have the Sport Edition um, that's shipping right now, but the uh, the iconic Ford Bronco that everyone got excited about, that one doesn't ship until the fall. But Is now the time to invest in Ford? Are they coming out with a bunch so, of stuff? Well, yeah, because they've also got the, the Ford Lightning. A wake boat, like a speedboat? Yeah. Oh. A wake boat or a speedboat is only 3,000 to 5,000 pounds. Plus your trailer. Okay. Which but, is probably another 2,000. Okay, so it's underneath that 10,000 pounds. Okay, yeah. With a good. margin. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're getting your... Right. Because you don't want to probably max those out. For the is that still going, babe? No. Dad? Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, you could definitely... We need that... Hobo uh, air conditioner on the camera. It's too hot. All right. Uh, so that's the Ford Maverick. Uh, quick update. I thought we were going to have merch in this week. Our koozies. Um, those are supposed Damn. to be here early next week. With that, we uh, we also, our next three shows, we're going to have guests. 
So next week, uh, first show is going to be Johnny D. He's our merch guy out of Envision here in Dubuque. He's going to come on the show. Former SID turned uh, T-shirt and apparel sales director at Envision. Uh, a week from tonight, we're going to have a, uh, a loyal, award-winning listener, Jocelyn, uh, first female to come on the show. Dude, I'm okay, we can talk after air, but I'm going to be gone oh. Thursday night. Oh, good thing we got a chair then for it. <laughs> um, and then the next episode after that, so at that point, that'll be nine. episode 12, is going to be Nuge. Because um, he's running in a race Father's Day weekend, like a half marathon or something. And we're going to recap his race there. That's so, harder, whatever. Same a little thing. harder than that. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Because half a marathon isn't there. It's in and half a So, um, starting uh, as soon as we get that, those koozies in, we're going to start mm-hmm. looking to uh, to ship some of that out to you, our fans. We'll have some different... Uh, some different promos and contests and things like that. So be on the lookout for that. So last topic of the night uh, brought to us by another award-winning listener of the show, uh, Whitney, who's out of uh, Michigan, um, submitted this topic for us to talk about tonight. She wants to hear about our terrible roommate stories. (laughs) So... Nick, why don't you start us off? Well, okay. I mean, I, I think mine is actually literally impossible to beat. I don't know if I've told you this story or not, Cole, but uh, when I lived out in San Diego, I uh, went and lived with four other random dudes that were all in their early 20s like I was at the time, and they were all community college kids. And it was great. You know, first couple, probably What's first this? six months. Your first time moving out there? Yeah, this you was, move out there with your girlfriend? Yeah, so like this was like <laughs> after six months after she left. Okay. I was looking for new roommates and I, I lived in this house and um, everything was great for the first, you know, six months or whatever. And then we, one roommate moved out because he was like going to do something. And then we got uh, a new roommate and all of us were too lazy to, to vet the roommate. We literally oh, put it on no. Craigslist and just oh, accepted no. the first person. Oh no. Which was a huge, obviously a huge mistake. What I did not thinking? realize what we were getting into. We, I think we pulled the old, like, somebody else will vet, and none of us did it. And so <laughs> they just signed the lease, and then um, what you, what I'm about to say, you won't actually believe, but this is 100% true. This roommate, he, he came in, he constantly had people over. I mean, it was 100% of the time up until 4 or 5, 5 a.m. Every um, night. Every night, every single night, there was at least 10 people at her house. And it was what I later, you know, this wasn't necessarily confirmed, but what I heard was a prostitution ring going on. I opened my garage. There was uh, like six giant marijuana plants just growing. Um, There was all kinds of altercations where he wasn't paying his bills. And then finally, shit hit the fan when... He thought we were spying on him because we had our landlord come in and install a new uh, fire detectors. And I'm not kidding you. He thought that we were trying to install listening, install listening devices on him. And um, and then all of a sudden, like you know, the landlord came over one day and he freaked out on her and wouldn't let her leave and pulled a gun on her. And then the police- wait 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 the landlord was the female. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She came over. He wouldn't let her leave. I wasn't home for this. <laughs> pulled a gun on her. The police came and supposedly what I heard was, well, if it isn't Clarence, the only person to outrun me on foot, that was what the cops said. 
And then the pistol he had was unlicensed. So he went to jail. <laughs> and eventually all of us just up and got out of our leases because this just got out of hand. And I went and found a different house to live in with one of the other guys. And uh, that was that. You're right. You should not have gone first. Because mine isn't going to come anywhere close to that. I was like, Holy that shit. That was insane. Yeah. Like, that's got a movie written all it over it. It does. And, th- and like I said, it's hard to believe, but it's 100% true. Like, it was insane. Like, and looking back on it, I was weirdly calm about the whole situation. <laughs> I was just like, ah, I'll just go find a new place to live. Meanwhile, I've got this roommate now. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I've been living with Cole for like four years now, which yeah. is crazy. It's a good thing you weren't talking about your other roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robbie? Yeah. Yeah. Real grubby. All right, Beef, we're going to make you go next. I don't... Bad oh, you've never had a bad roommate? I mean, to find bad, I mean, I've had... I had one. I can go next. I haven't had... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So mine's not as... <laughs> obviously, not going to be nearly as bad as that. Um... But we lived in like this apartment complex um, as a GA when I was at Milliken. Um, and one of like the wrestling coaches, um, he moved in there. And mm. like mm-hmm. it was all right. Like didn't really talk that much. If you don't know me, I like to like have conversations. So <laughs> kind of bugged me when the guy didn't really want to talk. And then like <laughs> he started like, I'm a big dog person for the most part. But these dogs didn't shut up. He had basset hounds. And they just howled mm, the night. Yeah. And they just chewed on everything. And like, I like, um, Nick had a roommate who had gotten like canned. So I was like, hey, can I, can I move yeah. in down there? And Jill like originally was like, yeah. And then like a couple like months later when I actually wanted to move. Was it just me, Steven and Mike at the time? Yeah, yeah. because what's his name got fired. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, yeah, can I move down there? And she's like, why do you want to move down there? I'm like, well, first off, you said I could do it. She's like, fine. And then later on, they found out that the dogs had like done like ten thousand dollars worth of damage in the apartment, Ooh. like blinds, bed frames, couches, Ooh. counters, the bottom of it. And she's like, "Why didn't you tell me about this?" I was like, "What?" Like snitch. I was yeah. like, "One, I didn't even really like care for the like I, I'm a dog person, so like I didn't mind it, but like obviously they didn't come to my side of right. like the apartment, but like." She was like, yeah, we could have easily got you over. I was like, Jill, first off, you told me I could move, like, regardless. But um, that was probably the worst. Just, like, the dogs just howling and chewing on different things. Um, I've had uh, another one that... Um, I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. Was Mike, it- one time, thought we ate, were eating his food. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. were like, no, Mike. Like, we had, like, <laughs> we could all go to Kroger. That was, like, weird, different yeah, meats. Because he definitely like, weren't. But was that our apartment that we had the dartboard set up against the wall and then we just threw it all the time and yeah. ended up being like dart yeah. holes in the wall everywhere? I never heard about that afterwards, so. Um, I had, uh, I lived in a fraternity, so there were some roommates there that weren't always the best. Trying, so being the president, I guess when you have to be in charge and get people to clean up their sections, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Dealt with a lot of shitheads that didn't want to clean. Um, I just being in a part of fraternity also can get pretty messy down there. Um, but I've been pretty fortunate when it comes to roommates. Uh, yeah, I think for me, like, kind of like Cole. So I, in three of my four years of undergrad, lived with the same three guys. Had had a blast. We all got along. Everything was, was easy, right? Um, 
when I was a GA, I was only a GA for like seven months, but kind of like Cole, like not quite to his extreme uh, in terms of like always wanting to have conversation and just talk your ear off. Um, <laughs> but like I, there, there should be some like social aspect, right? Well, the guy I lived with um, when I was a GA, <laughs> like there would be days on end where we didn't. It was just you two? Yes. And we didn't talk. And we weren't in, like, a huge house. It was, we only had the top floor of this house. And it was a two-bedroom with a living room and a, and a kitchen. And, like... How'd you meet this guy? I... So, when I got hired, he was already working there. Oh, okay. And they just said, hey, you're going to live with him. Oh, really? That's weird. So, like, not that he was a terrible guy by any means, but, like... Yeah. He just never... And, like, when we did talk, it was very, like, forced. <laughs> and he was a few years older than me, and I th- always thought it was weird. Like, every other month, like, his girlfriend would come to town, and it was the classic, like, she comes in, they spend all weekend in his room. Like, mm. eat in the room, watch movies in the room, like, never come out in the living room. I just thought it was weird. And you'd be out in the living room, like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't... I didn't have cable in the house. We we had, like, terrible internet. And, like, so in this house, I didn't get access to the basement or the garage because the, like, f- uh, uh, maintenance plant used that for storage. Okay. So it was just, it was a weird overall, like, setup. Um, but I was only there, like, six or seven months. And then, I mean, ever since then, I've had, I mean... Even up until, I guess, January, I've had pretty good roommates. That's the last few... <laughs> um, no, I mean, and I think, like, a big part of that is, like, I like to believe I have a pretty good judge of character. Um, I've been I've been definitely wrong on a few occasions, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, I, I, I just got the wrong read on someone, and, like, six months in, it's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I, I totally got this wrong. But I would say I've got, like, a good... 90% success rate when it turns to... Uh, at least vet the people. <laughs> yeah. That's the 100%. Always at least vet. Um, but, like, what do you do, like, if you get assigned or you get stuck with right, someone? Like, right. We had an interesting roommate. It was, like, a good situation. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we talked about the Stephen no, on here I don't before, know if you know, but they know about Stephen. So, Stephen was, like, a, literally, like, a guard dog at home. It was great. Yes. Like, it was, it's, that's the best way to describe it. It was, like, he was, like, a little bulldog that was, like, chilling for you at home. First off, this dude worked his butt off. Yeah. And uh, is now a head coach of a Juco. I think, was he a part-time assistant? He was a part-time I assistant. I think so. And worked like 50 hours a week. Yeah. Minimal. Like recruiting and everything like that. But like he'd come home. This dude was on like an absurd amount of Adderall that like he was prescribed. because And he didn't sleep for like milligrams. 48 hours. Like he'd go for like 40 hours of like spurts without sleeping. And like he was probably he's the alive. most unhealthy person yeah. that I I don't know how he's alive. What sport? Soccer. He, he, he but the reason why we say he was like a dog is because we would come home and he'd be like super pumped you're home. Zach, let me grab you a beer, man. Let's hang out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bring a cot out into the, into yeah. the living room. He wouldn't like lick your face or anything. <laughs> I mean, you he threw peanut butter on there. He might have. Yeah. He was a very, very interesting guy. Thick Southern accent. Yeah. 
Uh, Great. Dude. He'll just call us out of the blue. How come oh, yeah. you haven't like invited him to come to the beer? We have. We have. He oh, might come. He yeah. might come. That, but he'd have to be a guest on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He'd be, yeah. A, great he'd be a great podcast. He guest. is like, I think he'll be a great recruiter because he just got a head coaching job at a community college out in California. And uh, he, because he can just talk your Which, like, off. is basically like a D3. Yeah, I've heard California JUCOs are they're nothing like what we have for JUCOs here. Right, in Iowa JUCOs are insane. In some things, true. Iowa is is the outlier. Like JUCOs in Illinois, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa JUCOs. Iowa, they're like Kirkwood, Iowa Central. Indian Hills is like a powerhouse. Yeah. Indian Hills is like powerhouse. Kirkwood women's basketball was like number one in the country this year. Kirkwood's JUCO golf was number one in the country at one point. I don't know how. Like, but and they draw kids from all over. Like, don't get me wrong. Indian- I love the state of Iowa, but how do you convince a kid from like Florida, California, just being dominant to, to not just come to a four-year school? Its reputation's got to be man, because you know those kids are not going there for academics. They say, "Hey, we're going to get you somewhere, and you're going to go to a D one." Exactly. Like Indian Hills, they have one American on their team. Mm, a lot of international students. Oh, the international. Huh. huh. Yeah. I, you know, the other interesting thing, and this is a tangent, but uh, I see a lot of uh, foreign athletes go compete at Illinois College and then transfer. I wonder if they think really? just because of the name, <laughs> Illinois College. They get it like confused like U of I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a much bigger college. Then they go there and they're like, well, I don't even get service here. Uh, Illinois College in Jacksonville, Illinois. Illinois. Oh, it's yeah. the wor- worst. And, you know, no offense. You guys came like from the, the CCIW. Yeah. What is the worst school to, like, travel to in the CCIW? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Milliken. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say probably Milliken. Not, like, Carroll? I never Carol's went North. to Carroll. You're right. Carol's I never went to Carroll. Carroll's okay. not bad. Yeah, Carthage's not bad. Augustana's not bad. Uh, Wheaton's not bad. No. I, I mean, I would... You're we're the most in, south. We were the most south, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be Decatur. Yeah. It might be Decatur. <laughs> there was a lot of chirps. Yeah. Have you been there? There was a lot Actually, of chirps. Actually, I haven't. Forsyth is a great place. Forsyth's good. You know what we should do? Mount Zion's good. You know what we should Decatur? do? Honestly, Cole, we should take a boys trip to Decatur just to show them what it's like. I've been there before. But oh, I, I can like show you a good time in Decatur. It would be so funny. What's the bar should... you always talk about in Decatur? There's like three. Lincoln Lounge. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Lincoln Lounge. Another Steven story is we brought him oh out to Lincoln Lounge once and he farted and cleared. <laughs> like intentionally? No. No, dude, his insides were like he didn't eat great either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he pounded like energy drinks to stay awake with yeah. his Adderall and then ate like crap. Yeah. And then he tried to go on these little diets and then they would tear up his insides because he would mix like like salads and stuff like that with his oh, like God. greasy foods that he eaten beforehand so it was uh but he's a great dude yeah good dude good dude but yeah no we gotta take a trip down there at some point it'll be really funny take me down memory lane yeah oh yeah <laughs> all right well that's uh that's episode nine of garage beers lucky number 10 sure we'll call it that coming up next uh should have a guest on the next show johnny d our, our insider with the merch and he'll be bringing the the koozies with him uh, that'll be week, maybe early. Monday, maybe Tuesday, one of those days. And then we'll be recording again on Thursday uh, with Jocelyn, and then the following Monday or Tuesday with News. So 
Um, and then hopefully by by that point, uh, by the time we get to Nuge, we've got a couple more guests lined up and, and ready to go. But uh, this has been another great edition of Garage Beers.